Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to um, Lockdown Beers and a Rugby Chat. Hi, I'm Paul and I'll be your host today. Uh, and uh, yeah, been doing some tidying up around the house today and came across my green bucket. Uh, so I thought I'd put that on um, to start off the show. Uh, obviously in uh, uh, a hat tip or a bucket tip to uh, Manua too, obviously. Anyway, let's take that off. Um, makes your hearing go all funny. And that does. Um, but yeah, funny games from the time I went down to uh, Palmerston North for a game between, uh, uh, let's go and watch a game of Manua too. I can't remember who they're playing now. Um, but anyway. Um, uh, just uh, what a minute and five seconds until five o'clock, and time to crack open those beers. Got myself Tui ready for that. Crack open that at five o'clock. Um, some of the stuff to talk about today. Well, World Twelves look like is a big kind of rugby story. Um, also, Jordy Barrett got himself uh, off the um, uh, the what do you call it? Uh, the uh, red card, uh, and also the NPC. Also, NPC news. Um, as well. So um, good evening to Simon, uh, who is in the uh, live chat there. He doesn't think that uh, World Rugby is going to sanction the World 12s. 30 seconds to go, folks, until five o'clock and that uh, ceremonial beer opening to say that it's time to wind down from a day of work. Um, and uh, a man jumping on just in time for that ceremonial can opening is uh, Stephen Harris. How are you doing, sir? Very good. Thank you, Paul. Yeah, just in the nick of time, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and uh, five seconds to go. And I uh, hope you've had a safe day under lockdown in Auckland. There we go. That's five o'clock and the beer is open. We've got the tui and the ceremonial pour. Um, Stephen Harris there with his cup of tea by the looks of things or a coffee. A coffee. <laughs> coffee. There we go. Uh, so he's not sleeping tonight. Uh, getting caffeine in later <laughs> in the day. Good, uh, good luck to him. So, Stephen, uh, you've uh, kept safe today. I've uh, been a bit of a wet one here, down here in Waihee. Yeah, I, I, actually, it's it's been a really, really good day. And the reason because it's good because I'm on holiday from tomorrow. So I've got the next seven days off work. And uh, destination, probably out to my mailbox or maybe down the road for a walk or a ride. So, uh, yeah, I haven't got too much planned in the scheme of things. But, hey, all the more I am on holiday, I can have a bit of a lie-in in the morning. Um, yeah, no, looking looking forward to it. And more importantly, I can make the five o'clock beer o'clock show. Brilliant. Uh, and uh, look, it's uh, it's been locked. It's been uh, level two for me, not unlike yourself who's stuck at uh, level four still. But I must admit, I haven't made it outside the garden today. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I made it out to fill up the wheelbarrow with, with wood to put on the fire. But um, that has been it. And uh, we can tell that uh, we're obviously we're well into lockdown and level four because finally, after... Only about uh, two weeks of, uh, of, of of trying to get some arse into gear. Three weeks, he says. Um, it's Arsene has managed to make a show. How are you doing, sir? Well, it's not my fault. You try having two kids going, dad, 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 dad. You know the who, mental pressure? The mental pressure? Jeez. Who is, who, who is the session you speak of? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've had dinner. I'm all ready to go. 
Oh, fabulous. Well, the dinner already. It's not. <laughs> wow. That's, that's, you, you eat early in your household. Um, yes, we do. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll be getting the dad, dad, dad this weekend as I pick up my kids um, from uh, from their mums uh, and, uh, and have the girls and give, give her some respite. Uh, so, um, the uh, the big some news overnight then. Um, World 12s. I mean, that, that, that's what we need, isn't it? Create more space on the pitch, take three players off. Uh, and um, obviously, players, there's, there's not enough rugby going on. So we'll fill those three weeks um, during August uh, that are the part of the off-season in Europe with some more rugby. I, it, it, it all makes sense, doesn't it, boys? Well, it's, it's good that you've got into it really early because uh, it'll probably only take us about two minutes to get through, Paul. <laughs> it was like... It was like um... You know, be like the IPL where, you know, players from countries that don't get paid so well can go there and make a million dollars in one week and then go. And that means that they can play in their, in their local competitions. Right. OK. <laughs> 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 but, but, but it's going to grow the game uh, and uh, and all of this rubbish. Uh, it's a cash grab. Let's be honest. It's a, bit, it's a, it's a bunch of folks who um, uh, we have the wild west of it. But basically we have a, uh, a, comp- a, a sport that's been around for 100 odd years. Uh, but uh, we're 25 years into professionalism and we're still an amateur sport that doesn't really know what it's doing. Let's be blunt. The um, So, uh, yeah. Uh, you, you mentioned the IPL, but I mean the IPL had a ready-made audience of one billion people. Uh, it didn't have established. It had a window. It didn't have established millionaires and billionaires already involved in the sport. Um, and uh, I can see, I can really see those uh, people like Bujalad of Toulon being really happy that his players are going to be um, getting injured during the off-season for another millionaire. Well, it depends, um, yeah, right? But, but you sort of like you got to turn it a little bit because you got to you're talking about your blue bougelilliers, and it's just like, um, what if this car, these this crowd that's making this competition goes to him and says, "Here's ten million bucks for you to enter a team into into this competition." What's he going to say then? True, as I, I mean, as I said in our live chat, the, 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 this thing can work, but only if you throw an awful lot of cash, awful lot of cash at it. Um, yeah, where's the money coming from? That's the, I, I suppose that's the interesting thing, isn't it? At the end of the oh, day, obviously Steve Chu, who's one of the one of the main people behind this. Obviously, I mean, he's oh no, he's not, is he? Um, I mean, he's obviously well off, but he's not. Uh, he's not one of these mega rich people. Um, the uh, CEO is Ian Ritchie, who uh, obviously was the ex CEO of um, the RF, the RFU, who uh, uh, left there under a bit of a cloud. Um, and then there's the Welsh ex uh, Davies from Wales, who's also involved. Um, with this as well uh, on, on the, the administration side. Um, so again, another ex-administrator. So that gives this thing, as Simon calls it, yeah, it looks like a Ponzi scheme. Um, but the, but the, what, um, what you, you got you got the guys that are the administration level, you've got those guys that have been in administration. It's like yep. what we don't know and what we don't see yet is that who's the backer? Who's, who is the money coming from? Is obviously... <clears throat> They haven't come up with this concept idea and gone, hey, hey we're going to do this without the somebody who's or multiple parties that have got some dollars to throw at this thing in the background. And and Steve, it's almost like um, are we looking at about ninety four or ninety five, whatever it was, all over again with the um, when um, we nearly had the split of rugby. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've forgotten uh, who was the guy that was doing that that, that time. I've forgotten his name now. Jeez, mine's gone blank. Yes, the Australian yes. guy. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, was it uh, Kerry Packer? I think it was uh, the, the guy that you're talking about. Uh, you know, for me, what disappoints me the most, here, here are two guys that have, you know, managed to carve out successful careers in and, a, in and around the sport that's given them a heck of a lot. And I just thought the likes of Hanson and Chu, listen, here's an opportunity to maybe fix up something that the game the, the problems that the game has got at the lower lower levels. We know we all we, we've often spoken about how there's a disconnect between secondary school rugby and, and and clubs. Well, here's an opportunity to brainstorm and come up with an idea. Come up with an idea of bringing this all together. Now, I'm just going to quickly touch on Irans. Now, Irans the, the the original guys who put Irans together, and that's the institute down in Palmerston North. There was a guy by the name of Trent Eagle. 
who actually helped put that together. In fact, the hit, it was his idea. I won't get into too, too, too much of what actually eventuated out of that. But originally, when he started Irons, it was basically formed for grassroots to bring players who <clears throat> were playing club rugby, couldn't quite get to the next level of <clears throat> of um, provincial rugby to be upskilled to con- so they can be taken to a better place. And that's what origin- originally Irene's was actually started. Now, I think there's a, a, a perfect opportunity somewhere, perfect gap in there somewhere for people of these, these magnitude. And, you know, Steve Hansen, he's done everything in rugby. Steve Chu shown that he's been a very good administrator some some would argue may argue different um maybe even somebody on this particular show but you know how about giving something back to the grassroots game of um of rugby as opposed to starting a, another tournament that's going to just make it even more more awkward for for professional clubs for you know we're talking about players playing too much rugby seriously do we need this i don't think so we definitely don't need this. That's for certain. And but when you see uh, Ian, Han- uh, um, Ian Hansen, um, Steve Hansen, and um, Jake White as two uh, ambassadors for this, um, they're wh- why? Why are they ambassadors for this? Oh, because somebody's giving them a shell of cash. Let's be blunt here. Um, that's that, that's why they're the money. That's why they're that, that's that's why they're saying, "Oh, this is the next big thing." Is it because they really really believe that and, and uh, are doing it purely out of the goodness of their own heart? Hell no. Um, the uh, so look, um, it's nuts. Yeah, I mean, and again, why do we need another format? Even if you are going to put a tournament together, why do we need twelves? We've already got some beach rugby. We've got well, we had rugby X. We've got beach rugby. We've got touch rugby. We've got sevens. We've got tens, fifteens. There's also a funny. Th- there's also a a, um, a thirteen man code, um, and uh, they decided to come up with rugby twelves. Why? Well, because somebody's trying to put together a tens global tournament, which why they haven't used tens. Uh, uh, this launching next year uh, they had a tournament uh, was it last year or this year in uh, um, uh, time flies in this lockdown stuff uh, in Bermuda um, and they had a, a, a sort of trial tournament that uh, apparently all went well maybe people got actually got paid um, and uh, the the players apparently enjoyed themselves uh, obviously there were no crowds um, but they so they're looking at a multi-stop tour on the 10 side because that's why they've not chosen 10 so they have to cut their own or either that, or they've decided because oh, this isn't World Rugby sanctioned as yet. So maybe the other reason is that uh, uh, maybe World Rugby has got some sort of copyright on tens or something that they can't use. Yeah, yeah this isn't. I, I, it's all a bit of a farce to me. What I um I haven't seen like I've seen people saying oh there's t- what is it twelves. <laughs> I already forgotten what how many numbers it was. Twelves. Um, but I haven't actually seen the discussion around. So where is the drop off? You know, where are the players going missing? Has anybody seen that? Um. So I think you're losing two. I think based. Uh, uh, I think I've seen someone say what what you call what you only call number eight, which suggests that uh, you're losing two flankers. Um, yep. Yep. And uh, then I guess you're losing a back as well. But I, I don't know. You have to lose a back, isn't it? May as well, may as well add a player and do away with lineouts. <clears throat> and just lead into each other for scrums. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, well, they, 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 they do away uh, with rucks because they're contention all the time anyway, and just sort of like get up and play the ball between your legs or something. They, um, well, you, you talk about this scrum thing because they decided to come up with a new type of penalty where you're not allowed oh. to kick a goal. If you get a penalty from, from from a scrum, so you can't you can't kick points if you get a penalty from a scrum. Um, look, as you can tell, folks, we're, we're not we're, we're we're skeptical. I think is the nice way of um, of, of of putting this around this one. Um, so uh, yeah, let's just we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see if this actually happens or not. Uh, oh, just just going back, to, you just go back to the the history element of it. Um, you know, when when rugby nearly went professional and unsanctioned uh, in two directions. Back in about '95 or whatever it was, um, so this is an author- if this isn't authorised by the IRB, then it has to become an unsanctioned competition. That means that the players that do sign up with it can't come back and play rugby for the uh, under any, um, or what do you call it? Any country that's um, aligned with the IRB. 
Because that's what happened last time. That's what was going to happen. It may do, it may not. I mean, look, you've got three heavyweight administrators here who, let's be honest, have got contacts with World Rugby to make sure that kind of thing doesn't happen. Um, So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm not sure if they'll go that far. Um, I mean, the uh, Major League Rugby in the States was not sanctioned by USA Rugby for a while um, because that would have uh, potentially led it into um, legal issues with pro rugby. Uh, but um, whilst they didn't sanction it, they weren't anti it either. So just because you don't sanction it doesn't mean you're 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 going to be you actively try and dissuade it. Um, but yeah, putting it in the, the the August window puts it up against the rugby championship. Um, it also puts it into the off season for international players in Europe, and the beginning of pre season for non international players in Europe. So yeah, it, it's we'll 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 see what 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 happens. I mean, each team apparently has to have two tier two players and has to have one under 20 player um as part of their as part of their 24 man squads uh so yeah well it's i say let's see if it happens or not um do we we we, we especially if you follow um a glass half empty attitude this he says bottle uh, half empty so um He's running out of ginger nuts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have, I have <laughs> So there are there are certain I mean, there are uh, there are uh, competitions that we we hear all sorts of these competitions going. On. I mean, supposedly there's a new uh, professional sevens tournament tw- um, uh, series starting in the USA as well. Um, so we'll see if that one takes off. Uh, but it's just this one has got some pretty high profile, well known yeah. rugby people involved. Yeah. Well, well, for me. What is even more surprising, we've actually spoken about this subject for 15 minutes. And that's, yeah. and that's probably... And that's, it's it's and that's, a show about and, nothing. Yeah, it's a show about nothing. We've tuned yeah. into Seinfeld. <laughs> Beg's not George. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, we'll have to look into this European Super Cup that Simon keeps mentioning. Um the uh, rugby super cup. I've, I've not. Uh, oh, this, oh, this, okay, this is this is Georgia, Israel, and, and stuff. Yep. Okay, fine. Um, the okay, so Jordy then, Jordy Barrett has uh, got off because apparently um, it was unintentional, and therefore because it was unintentional, it cannot be reckless. Um, uh, so, um, boys, do you uh, agree with that kind of uh, premise that if something isn't intentional, it can't be reckless? No. But it's like each each um I, mean, I I sort of think like um you, you look at it on its each case individually um and and you look that's that's the way I suppose it's been looked at um yeah. if it's not intentional you then it's sort of like look at the other circumstances just like you would in any case you put your case forward you put your expert witnesses forward and that, that's how it works I suppose yeah. yeah listen they've made a rod for their own back. As soon as I saw it, I knew it was going to be a, a red card because it was a case of oh, yeah, on the field was boot, red boot, boot, boot making boot contact with with the face. But like I say, he was isn't a here's a perfect opportunity to to just put something in report. Hell's teeth, we can all see. Yeah, there's a there's an accidental element about it. End of story. Hey, we'll put that on report. We'll have a look at it. I must admit. When I when I saw it the first time and the first couple of replays, yeah, that's that's a red the red card. But we got nothing in process that could basically send it down another path. Putting it on report, pretty easy. You review it, doesn't compromise the doesn't compromise the game in any way, shape, or form. And I I'll tell you what, you would probably have less the less less the chatter of the of of this particular subject. Um. The uh, yeah, I mean, science says no, but I don't care too much. Uh, he got a red card, his punishment. Let's move on. But what's the point of having beer and chats if we're not going to talk about it? We can't move on straight away. Um, the, um, <laughs> you wouldn't have talked about 12, rugby 12 for 15 minutes. <laughs> well, there is that as well, yes. <laughs> um, oh, look, um, I mean, I, I think it's 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 a tricky one, you know. At the end of the day, I, I look at you know, I think Boa put up in our uh, chat group, you know, the the um. Nambura, is it the, for the Highlanders when he kung fu kicked the guy, the Waratahs player in the face? It's a yeah. very similar, similar situation. Um, except the fact is that with that one, you can really clearly see 
that he sees the man and then he puts his foot up, right? Yeah. So it becomes all the reaction, still an intentional thing. And and I suppose with the Geordie one, what you sort of see is that you can't actually see him lock eyes on the incoming player. What you more see is the fact that it's, um, it's, a, it's a reaction to his balance and he's putting his leg out. I don't, I mean, I don't know. That's, that's the way I'm sort of looking at it. And that, that's a tricky one. So you're looking at um, a reflex, but intentional, reflex and non-intentional. So let me just run you through four <clears throat> examples of this that's happened um, over recent times. Yep. Oh, well, So Roy Lamont yep. did one back in 2009 um, where a yeah, flying kick hit someone in the face and he was down and out. Um, mm. I mean, knocked unconscious. Uh, and that was deemed unintentional. And so no no penalty move on. Um, <laughs> yeah, nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> so that was 2009. Um, then in uh, 2018, we had the... Uh, uh, Nabrura one where again yeah he looks down puts his foot out and catches uh, Cam Clark in the face uh, and uh, that was a red card and a initial 12 week suspension reduced down to 6 weeks because of early plea um, and um, all of that kind of um, stuff so 6 weeks there um, in uh, 2019 uh, there was um, uh, now unfortunately this video is not available in my region so I couldn't watch this one um, but uh, the wasp zap back Paolo Oduga, Odugu. Sorry about that, folks. I've, I've uh, obviously mispronounced that uh, badly. Uh, caught some um, Rand van uh, Van Rensburg in the face. Um, so wasp against Sale. Uh, he um, uh, got a red card and uh, was given a six-week suspension. And uh, this is key here. And this is a quote from the judiciary panel. The panel did not accept the player's explanation that his leg extended to assist his balance in the air and to prevent him from falling backwards. Right, so that was not a, so. You're, <laughs> which is exactly Jordy Barrett's defence that's got him off. That was in 2019, so it's not like it's a oh, long right. time ago. I mean, Roy Lamont was back in 2009. In the law, so two years ago, a guy uses the same thing. This year, um, Adam Hastings again got a straight red card uh, and. Um, he got uh, uh, he got suspended for three matches again, unintentional. A bit like Jordy in the fact that again, in all these cases, the ones that I can see, generally the hips would be uh, are in front of the shoulders, which suggests they're going to rotate and fall down and hurt themselves, which is part of Jordy's defence. Therefore, they extend the legs, balance themselves. Yet, all these other people get a ban, apart from Lamont, and Jordy gets off. No, I think we're actually tackling this the wrong way. We, we're talking about, and, and we're doing the same mistake as the judiciary does, right? Is we're, we're looking about an individual situation, an individual case here. What they actually need to do is to run this more like a, a civil proceeding, for want of a term. And the fact is that you've got precedent set, and you've got, so like going back to that one where you said, they used the defence back in 2019. Oh, I was off balance. So I was using my leg to counterbalance myself. Nah, rubbish. That's that, we're not buying that, blah blah blah. Now that's 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 a that's that's a precedent that's been set. They should have access to all this um, when they're making these judicial decisions, and that's what should be made, forming part of the decision-making process of what. Now, if you if if it's up to the um, uh, the defendant if he wants to appeal it to say, hang on, no, no, that's that that doesn't that doesn't come into it, but. The end of the day to simplify it, say, hey, look, here's the precedence that's been set. So we're applying it. And sorry, Geordie, but your argument that you were trying to balance yourself in the air doesn't wash. And based on previous um, um, judicial hearings, this is what the outcome is. If you did that, you're starting <coughs> to get more consistency in what's actually being handed down. People can't have arguments because, you know, when, when we go and tip over South Africa in a couple of weeks and Geordie's playing there in 15, what's going to be the complaints on all those Facebook pages from the South Africans? Oh, Geordie shouldn't have been playing anyway. So it's like, you know that's going to happen, right? So it's just like if you had consistency in delivery of judicial um, outcomes, then you would actually have less arguments around, oh, this player got this and this player didn't. I'm going to say, you've got a lot of South Africans sounding like Indians these days. <laughs> that was a pretty awful South African. I was, I know, I was, on, the, I was on the spot. It's on the spot. You know, under pressure. It was under pressure. It just didn't come out. I needed John um, on. You can get that sound happening in the ear, and it comes out better. Oh, yes, yes. You got it. You got to drag it. 
That's what you got to do. Try again. <laughs> so so I'm just no such thing as consistency in rugby. And yeah, that's one of our problems here, isn't it? Oh, that's one of the that's that's a problem, isn't it? And that that's the problem. And that's why you've got to go back to putting things <clears throat> on report because we're not. No, 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 we can put it on report. We've still got the judiciary, we've still got and but at least it's not compromising the game at the time because that's what you're doing at the moment. You're you're compromising a guy, a guy gets let off for what probably sh- should never have been a red card, just put on report. Nobody, you know, nobody the win the winners for the other people. But watching did the, the game, game get ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Compromised? Did the game get compromised? I think it did. Uh, and what, what do you reckon? But, but the, the, the All Blacks still won. And in fact, during the time when they were down to 14 men or 12 men, <laughs> yeah, they they actually ended up winning that period. <laughs> yeah, you well, you could argue you, you could argue the way a couple of the Australians played that they may have only turned up with twelve on the day. But um, <laughs> speaking of twelve, but but you know what I mean. I mean, it's like I, I don't know. I, I actually i I like the concept of this twenty minutes for the red card and the then the red card player doesn't come back. No. Oh oops. no! Oops. Oh, that's awful. Jeez. The total red card is a farce. I mean, look, the, the, how is that a deterrent? You might all just go... It's, it's not, but know, the thing is that... Yeah, but the like, problem is, is that you've got... Well, well, then you go to Steve's concept then, right? Yeah. You go to Steve's concept then. Because if that red card was in the first five minutes of the game, the game's over. Really, the game's over. Yeah. I mean, like, the All Blacks don't... I mean, like, when Scott Barrett it's, got sent off, right? You're not going to hold on for that long, so it's like, where's the? What's the point in watching the game? Yeah, but the game isn't about watching the game; it's about the players on the pitch, and we just happen to watch it. I mean, the laws have got to be about the players. It's, 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 it, if if we're not going to have separate laws for the for, for for high performance, which is a spectator sport, than we have for uh, the the club game. If you want to have the same, you, you, the, the laws would be set for for the players, not for the not for the audience. What? If you if you have separate laws, then that's fine. Then you can have laws for the audience, but we don't. What? But um, that's not what's, what uh, that's not how the laws are set. What's your standard? What's your standard penalty for shoulder contact to the head? Red. Yeah, no, no, but what's your what's your? Yeah, I know it's a red, but what's what's usually the the penalty? Weeks. What usually? How many? Oh, you mean oh, oh so how, how, how many weeks? Out? How many weeks? Um, Two weeks, four weeks. Yeah, it's about two or three. Yeah, about three weeks. Yeah. See, even even that varies. Even <laughs> we, we saw we saw we saw a situation a few weeks ago. Um, I'm going to go to the other the 13 man code, but uh, South Sydney playing um, the Roosters. There's a, there's a high co- there's a high, high contact um, sh- shoulder shoulder on head goes on report. Players out for six weeks. This this is the final sorted. Didn't didn't compromise. Didn't compromise the game at the time, and that that player was penalised accordingly. Yeah, I, I get, but but again, I say it's if if in NRL those laws are for an entertainment sport, right? They're not for when, a grassroots sport. We're not. Oh, oh I see. Yeah, right, 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 right. So you're talking grass grassroots now, league. Yeah. Now what I'm what I'm saying is that if 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 we're going to have um, if we're going to have separate laws for the entertainment or the high performance section compared to grassroots, then fine. But I'm saying that because we use the same laws from top to bottom of the, of, of the structure, 
that we have to that we can't do that that we have to um we have we, we have to remember this is a player led sport not a not a not an entertainment led sport you know i think i think we, you know one one thing we also have to think about is that we do beat you know we do beat up our sport a lot around the judicial aspects and these sorts of decisions let's look at you know we paul you mentioned the nrl that is an abortion of a um judicial system that they have when one week lateral mitchell is it the guy's name mitchell lateral lateral mitchell whatever his name is who smashed the roosters player in the jaw one week he gets put on report the week before there's a guy gets sent off for doing the same thing or lesser on that that was a horrific contact they looked at it in slow-mo and if you don't give a red card for that what the hell do you give a red card for? So, I mean, like, yeah. the inconsistency in that sport is way beyond anything we have Paul, in rugby. There's a question for Paul. Paul, are you actually concerned there's a player that will deliberately go out <clears throat> and, and target somebody to, to take them out? Is, is that what will is that will rugby's concern? Um, I mean, well, clearly not, because uh, their, their concern is just avoiding getting getting sued and getting and becoming bankrupt. I mean, that, that, that's how they build their laws. Um, at the end of the day, they don't really care about play welfare. They don't really care about all this other stuff. It's about making sure they don't get sued. Now, um, in my opinion. Uh, now, for me, um, I think it's about creating a big enough deterrent to change the behaviour of the players. Um, and I don't, I don't think a 20-minute ban, a 20-minute off and replaced is a big enough deterrent. Nah, nah, nah. What, you, you, what know, you need you... to do that, what you need to do there, though, is the fact is that it's only 20 minutes in the game, and but that player's off for the It's what comes afterwards. Now, if, if there's a, 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 a element of thuggery that goes on, then the absolute book should be thrown at them. Yeah. Um, so that, yeah, that'd be the deterrent. I had a, I had a very good conversation today with a, with a, a very good friend and he played for Watermatter and Otahu back in the day. He was also the record um, club point scorer for probably a, a whole decade, uh, Doug Aldred. And I don't think he'll mind too much if I mention his name, but <clears throat> I basically asked him about sort of like training processes when, they, when they're having full-on contact training. Have you ever been in a situation where there's been a high tackle? He said, no. He said, he said we'll, we'll never do it because technique is, is, is pretty much everything. But he said, in the, the heat of a bet, in the heat of a battle in the game, it tends to tends to go out the window. Um, but he said, no team, no team trains to tackle high. So I just want to make that 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 really really clear. And he said, listen, even even back in the day where it could be a bit sort of like um, uh, cowboyish style, you know, were there any situations where guys were getting getting taken out? And he said, no, nobody went out to deliberately maim somebody. But he said, if you if that was retaliation. If somebody had basically thrown a punch, oh yeah, sure, you can guarantee it. The next lineout, they'll probably re they'll probably return the favour, which is the sort of stuff that you can't get away in this in this day and age. Like a lot of a lot of the cards that I've seen, probably since these laws have been sort of instituted, I can't say that there's been too many of them where they're absolutely players have gone out to maim, maim anybody. They've just played, basically got their, their tackle line in the wrong wrong place. I think uh, Boa, who's part of our uh, part of our team here at New Zealand Sport Radio, is definitely on the right track in terms of lower, lowering the tackle line. And you have, you have to put um, not so much um, marks on, on the jerseys during your, your playing. I think you basically make teams that are training at least have that tackle line. So they just get used to it at the end of the day. Yeah, it is something you get used to, and and through the age grades, if you do it enough at the age grades, then by the time they make it up to professional, they'll just they'll just tackle there normally. And now at the professional level, I think the psychos who go out there to take players out get weeded out by the time they get there. Oh. At club level, I think there are a few psychos in there who do go out just to take out players because they can do on the pitch and get away with it and not get and not get a police charge. Um, so I think at the at the club level, there are a few around that do that will go out and just try and take someone out. Um, but at the professional level, I, I just don't think you can you can be a professional player and have, have reached that level and still be doing that. I think oh, you get weeded out by the, at some point along the way, in my opinion. But yeah, no, it's, it's the deterrent that I, I think it should be useful. Uh, and yeah, you're right. Maybe maybe a twelve week game. Eye gouging's gone when they had like six months and twelve months banned. That got rid of that pretty quickly. Oh. Um, <laughs> so. Um, 
which some, you used to see some, in French rugby, for example. Some, some, of, some of the stuff you see from the old days is, is horrendous, and some of that wasn't too long ago. I can recall a provincial game, Hawks Bay Wellington, where uh, Clint Newlands absolutely flattened um, uh, Namia Tialata at a line-out and literally just blind-shotted him. And he went down in a screaming heap and Clint Newlands received nine nine weeks for it. Now, from what I believe, he's still debating whether he should have got that that card or not. Mate, quite frankly, frankly, no, the sentence, which was nine weeks, quite frankly, he he should have been gone for the whole year as as far as as I'm concerned. Can I just bring up? I was going to say, then I shouldn't. I shouldn't bring up the best punch in rugby was in '87 in the quarter yeah. semi-final against Wales, when oh. when 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 Buck 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 flattened Hugh Richards in one go. <laughs> Hugh Richard yeah. flattened Alan Winton. Alan Winton was out for the count, and before Hugh Richards knew it, he was out for the count as well. <laughs> Just it, the game, the game, Paul. To be fair, the games and good on Changed. the administrators for t- for cleaning it up. Oh. And tidying up, it's it's it, it's a good thing. You want to future proof, you want to future proof this game, um, you know, for the for the for the young ones that are coming up, whether it's your children or your or, or your grandchildren. That's that's the way this game is going to survive. So parents go to themselves, you know what? It's a safe enough to go game to play because you know if I was a parent watching rugby league at the moment, I'd be going really seriously. Yep, <laughs> Paul goes. Um... You haven't. Uh, sorry, Aaron goes. Paul, you haven't watched the South African again, um, games against the All Blacks. I look. I, I, was, I was actually going to bring up okay, All, Blacks, All, All Blacks versus England. I think was it where um, one of the uh, props uh, we're talking about. We talk about well, King hits are a big thing here in New Zealand at the moment. Where look, where literally the players walking away from him and he hits him and he knocks and, and, and throws a haymaker. So yeah, I mean the All Blacks have been involved in that before uh, international level, but oh. yeah, you say it's now oh. gone. From the game. There's a, there was a shocker in the opening minutes of a Welsh, Wales All Black test where Andrew Hoare basically absolutely flattened, I think, Bradley Davies. I think it was, was, was off the ball. Ab, it was an absolute shocker. And really, under these rules, the All Blacks would have saw that game out game out with only 14 men. You know, the game has had its, its thugs. And, you know, when you think of those thugs, you could probably name them all, all, all on one hand. You know, guys who just basically... <laughs> no, 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 no. There's more than one hand. There's, there's a couple of hands worth of thugs. I think they're guys at the highest level. You, you know there's going to be trouble somewhere in, somewhere along the line. I mean, to say somebody like Dane Coles, you know we, you know Dane will get into a, to an altercation. But if you get if you start looking through the rest of that all-black team at the moment, in, in the main, I think they're all pretty level, level-headed. You look through the South African tide, you could arguably say it's a bit doesn't mind getting in a bit of uh, – uh, getting into a, a little bit of confrontation. And that's what I mean. There are guys in certain, certain teams around the world. Um, there's also the big Argentinian lock – who uh, used to get in, get into a bit of trouble as as well his name just escapes me at the moment but I I do think I do think those those are sort of guys that just basically lose their head even those guys I think they I think they're probably easy initiated or easy easily intimidated yeah uh, the, uh, the, uh, the as you say the whole um uh, what do you call it on black now uh, the, the the enforcer. Uh, it's, it's kind of what, what people are kind of known, and that, that that's kind of a nice term for the thug that would go out and hit people. Um, <laughs> Richard Lowe apparently is someone that Aaron's suggesting. Oh. Um, <laughs> I think I've, Richard Carroll is still trying to straighten his nose. I've, I've, I've heard stories where teams playing against him wanted to actually play with goggles on. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, you got to go back to was it which which end, go back to it, Paul? Go Google the NPC final between Waikato and Otago. That's the one yeah, you want to go see. Yeah, 92, 93, Greg Cooper, something like that. It? Yeah, shocking, absolutely, absolutely shocking. Paul Carrozza, um, getting a bit of an elbow after yep. he scored a scored a try. Boy, um, it's it, it's kind of crazy hey. that it's kind of crazy that guys like. Like Scott Barrett has been red carded off of Tuanga Fassi have been red carded, but in terms of in terms of Kevin Skinner, in terms of their instinct, they've got nothing on the likes of people like Richard Lowe, with the greatest of respect. Yep. Uh, so something he's reckoning Frank Skinner back in the nineteen thirties. Wow, uh, uh, Frank, Simon, you're going back way further than I can go with that. Kevin one. Skinner. Um, Kevin Skinner. 
Kevin Skinner. And that might be too far okay. back as well. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, Auckland Waikato 91, apparently, for Richard Lowe is, a, is an interesting one. Um, uh, obviously, um, Thomas Lamanini is the person you were thinking of earlier yes. from Argentina. Um, folks, I've put a, a, a link in the live chat, by the way. If you're enjoying the show, uh, go ahead and nominate us for the New Zealand Podcast Awards, please. Uh, and, uh, in, in the uh, in the sport and the independent section would be great. Um, and uh, you never know, uh, we might get an award. Not that it yeah, would make yeah, any, yeah. I mean, which, 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 which would be nice. And um, even even with Ashwin on the show, you can put us in the the foreign foreign press category as well. So diversity, diversity. Hang on, I'm the foreigner here. Do you mind? Yeah. The Easy. irony, eh? <laughs> but that's how we stereotype, man. That's how we roll. <laughs> oh dear. Well, there we go, folks. We have just lost any chance of winning anything with our with, with, with our stereotype. <laughs> because I was going to say, I like Simon's idea with all the coloured cards because we need to bring diversity into our rugby. They're having multiple coloured cards. Does that too? Well, we need the full rainbow set. <laughs> yeah. um, the, um... Oh dear. Um, also, folks. Um, the, uh, Mark Shaw, apparently another enforcer there, has been uh, has been thrown out. Cowboy. Um, don't forget, you can support us through uh, and uh, through Patreon.com forward slash NZ Sport Radio. Uh, that helps us get the text. We can bring you all of this kind of stuff, and we'll be bringing you um, the uh, next Waikato game, folks. I have had confirmation that under level two, I will be at uh, will be allowed to be at Waikato NPC games. So and Farrah Cup games, hopefully. Um, so um, the uh, but. Uh, uh, the quite which day their next game is on is up in is, is up in the air at the moment apparently so uh, expect the whole schedule to be ripped to pieces and uh, and re and republished folks. Um, I was just, just going to ask that question. Yeah, that, so they're down to play Canterbury on Sunday, um, two two o'clock kickoff is what I thought it would be, and I thought they would just basically follow, just roll on with the Paul O'Connell Simon that he he was not a he was not in the thug category by any stretch <laughs> imagination. Jeez, he was a good footballer. Um, the so yeah, so the just be, what I thought they would do is basically, basically run with the games as they are scheduled and then try and fit other stuff around it. But they're being much more sensible than that by the sounds of it, and um, are uh, yeah going to basically do it, do it from scratch. Obviously, with three with three teams um, out, uh, it makes it uh, it makes sense to totally rejig things. To try and make keep spaces available to play those teams towards the end of the season, Stephen. I'm just trying to think to myself. I'm, we could we could put together a uh, a filthy fifteen. We could start our front row with Richard Lowe, Andrew Hoare, and Kevin Bodovich. Wouldn't you say, Ashley? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, oh, Kevin, you said Kevin Borovich. You go back to the um, oh, the, the uh, NPC final at only domain, don't you? Oh my God! I, yes, you could go back. You could go back to that as well. Unfortunately, that was an absolute shocker. Absolute. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. That's that's a fifteen we could put together. That's the, put so it, yeah. We won't. We won't. We won't call it a filthy fifteen. We'll call it guys who played on the edge fifteen. <laughs> Living on the edge. Living on the edge. <laughs> then we can put some music to it. Yes. <laughs> but hang on, look. Okay, so you you one to eight. You're going to have multiple candidates for right, and you'll be you'll be fine getting your pack. How many how many nines can you think of that would be the filthy fifteen? I mean that that would be that's that's where and, and tens. I mean tens of back in the generally back in the day, wave players through. Please feel free. Oh, actually, you're going to put you're going to put some. You're going to put uh, Farrell in there, aren't you? At ten, I was going to—I was um, just going to say, we'll put your yeah. mate in there. <laughs> as soon as I started saying, it's like it's obvious, isn't it? I, I yeah, think, there we go. I, I, uh, yeah, I, the I, I, he could have been at the Paralympics. He hasn't got any arms. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, I—I think—I think you'd probably have to look at a French scrum half, wouldn't you, Paul? French scrum half. Oh yeah, yeah. You would have to. You'd have to. Yeah, yeah. Had some fiery, they've had some fiery little Frenchmen um, in that number out. nine jersey. In that number nine jersey over the years. I think if you go back to the sort of seventies, seventies, eighties. I, 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 my, my knowledge doesn't you, go there, I'm afraid. So I can't help I, you. I think with the with the halfbacks, you're probably going to find not so much a, a dirty halfback, but a a halfback that once it's going, you can't hold him back. He just wants to get involved. Actually, Simon, <laughs> you know, Simon, Simon just needs a sniff of it. Actually, Simon Hughes brought up a good name, Byron Keller. Keller, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah a little that's bit more of, off the field. That's more off the field. Yeah, he, he was. Yeah. 
we, 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 we won't go there. Nigel more famous to be like um, be, be, be like your Fafta clerk who gets in there, kicks it off, and then just walks away. Um, your number 15 is going to be dead easy. That's um, that, that, that's JPR Williams. Uh, number Seriously. 15. Seriously. What, dirty. No, he well, just got his face rucked open. That's all. Well, I mean, the, the, okay. So, so, I mean, we go back to the Lions Tour South Africa and the, the famous, um, oh, was it? So, was it 95 call? I forgot, I forgot 99. the call. 99. call. And they shouted 99. He runs halfway across the pitch and lumps somebody. <laughs> so yeah, he's he's, he's uh, so he, he was well in. There were other backs who just stood back there and just let, let it all happen. But no, no, he was he was right in there. Um, wingers could be hard to find though. I think yeah, I, I think I've come up with a number eight. Um, Gris, Gris Wiley, wet and forget our uh, wet and forget men. <laughs> the uh, former Canterbury. Are, are you saying you haven't seen any wet and forget ads, Paul? No, well, no, no, I understand what to forget ads, and I, I but I didn't realize he was a rugby player. Yep, no. he was, oh, yeah, he was a rugby, rugby player. Yeah. He was an all black, was an all black coach, actually, Paul. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, okay. There we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was an all blacks co coach. <laughs> that worked really well, too. <laughs> yeah, that went really well. Yeah. Yeah, um, let's, let's, two guys that hate each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, for, 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 apparently, a former All Black and Argentinian coach. Yeah, he actually, um, yeah, I think he did get involved with Argentina as well. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. He followed the he followed the um, Graham Henry path. Hmm. The... <laughs> <laughs> oh dear me. Um, yeah, wingers. I think can be a bit difficult for this in the uh, in this uh, in, in that kind of fifteen. Um, so, folks, please let us give us some uh, nominations for uh, winger. for, for wingers. The, 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 uh, that would be part of that. And, um, oh, Grant Betty, yes. <laughs> Grant Betty. I was actually thinking of Grant Betty when we were talking about um, halfbacks. Because <laughs> he looked like a halfback, but he was a winger. The, um, oh, okay. Um, the, again, these are all names I've got a clue about. Which is, so there we go. So I can't, I can't add anything. Um, but cool. Oh, wait, wait, which, um, the uh, look, folks, it's been it's been a blast. Um, I've, I've really enjoyed this this this, this afternoon. Um, but um, we've got to wrap wrap things up now. Uh, do um, join us again at five pm tomorrow, and we'll go through the latest uh, kind of news from the pre previous from the previous twenty four hours, uh, and also go through our wingers from our dirty from our dirty dozen team. Um, so if you can think of any um, any good wingers uh, as well as Grant Batty, uh, and uh, the uh, then 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 do let us know. Um, and uh, I think we could also do a few more scrum halves, to be honest, um, in that I'm, I'm not convinced by our selections there at the moment. But uh, Oswin, thank you so much for joining us for the first time. We are we, we are not worthy. Um, no, it's all good. Now, so I've now got to go do the video of um, my kids playing goalball. So uh, if you're going to be watching the Paralympics, you'll know what goalball is. So my kids now play goalball. So we have to go and shoot video of goalball. You video every game? Hey? You video every game? No, they're playing it. No, but they played it already. This wasn't the first time they've done. Yeah, we've already seen videos of them playing it. Yes, yes, Yay! I saw. I saw. I I did see that. I couldn't believe it was a thing. I thought it was. <laughs> I was watching. Some, I was. I thought I was watching some YouTube video, but it was actually the Olympics. <laughs> uh, no, the kids want kids saw it, and now they sort of like. Um, yeah, they like like having a go at it. And put a blindfold oh, on, and away they go. Uh, and they're both blindfolded, right? Even the thrower as well. Yep. Yeah, everybody. No, no, everybody's everybody's fantastic yeah. game. Yeah, love it. I love, love, love the idea of it. Um, brilliant one. Yeah, it was um, actually quite cool. So, cool, boys. Uh, so, yeah, do join us again at 5 p.m. tomorrow for, for more lockdown beers and uh, rugby chat. Uh, and uh, also, if you're into your league, um, then uh, watch two boy, two grown men cry this evening at 8 p.m. after <laughs> the way that the, uh, the Warriors uh, finished their season off uh, with a couple of lengthy bans for players, which was our disgusting game. Uh, but... Um, there you go. Uh, talking of, uh, of of grubs um, and um, <laughs> yeah, oh, some of the play with it. Some of the short lock was a was a was a, a card waiting to happen. He was yeah, just, I I know. And, and he even when he got sent off, he even even sort of messaged to the crowd and gave them a rating. Rate he was rating their season as well. Yeah, <laughs> one out of ten. It was a, <laughs> it was a, it was a short lock. Yeah. 
nine out of ten cats do countdown. Yeah, yeah, hasn't that guy got a bit of history? Apparently, if yep. you Google him, it's not great. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. It's That's not... Cameron George. Um, and I'm sure the guys will go into it tonight. Cameron yeah. George was on after the game or the next day on on um on the news, um, talking about the fact that you know, um, okay, we might have to look at his uh history and see where we go with that. Yeah, yeah, good call, good call. So yeah, so, so 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 join the boys. Yeah, join join Brad and Richie for that tonight. Um, I'd say yeah, it, it's it's it might not be the most pleasant listening. Um, uh, you might think of Kane Evans. He's the other one. Uh, Matt Lodge was the guy. Sorry, not so not sure Lodge. There we go. Um, the uh, so there we go. So anyway, um, do um, uh, do uh, join us. Uh, do join them and join us at five o'clock. Cheers. Uh, stay safe. Uh, lockdown. Well done, Auckland, and uh, keep it keep it up. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.